Hello, hello, hello. Welcome or welcome back to Scorpio X888 with me, K-Car. I appreciate you being a returning viewer, a new viewer. Either way, Lomas Universe decided to sprinkle you into my sphere and connect us all in this beautiful new video. So I'm grateful that you decided to watch. And as you can tell by the title of this video, this week is going to be a book review. I, I don't know. This is how you know that the book is a good read because I want to dedicate a YouTube video to it and I want to let you guys know about it. So let's jump into it. <coughs> On a Quiet Street. This is the book we are going to be talking about today and I'm just gonna give you the runaround so if this is something that you do want to read gonna be some spoilers but you know I'm just gonna give my opinion on it I'm gonna let you know what happened in it and I'm just gonna give you the roundabout of On a Quiet Street so maybe you want the Spark Notes version of it you want the Kate Notes version of it and that's what you're gonna be getting today so if you are looking for a summer book that's a quick and easy read definitely On a Quiet Street I finished it literally in two days I was like out back like literally like this I couldn't put it down I was so excited to read it again the next day so that's how you know it's good it usually takes me a little bit to get into books but this one like caught my attention right away this one had all the plot and it was just a quick easy read and I just felt accomplished you know finishing a book in two days it's like who am I all right I'm better than the person that I was literally like two days ago because I didn't read a book in two days I read it on kindle um I'm sure there's a print version of it, but I read it on my Kindle. Um, I just like was scrolling through. I have this tendency to buy books and then literally just leave them there and just not come back to them. So um, I like to switch it up from time to time and go into Kindle and, you know, just get some ebooks and download them and then return them. This is the one that I did that on. And I literally just played like a movie, honestly. I didn't even look into if there's a movie about it, but I'm sure there is. And if not, then there needs to be. We're just gonna be following three housewives, basically, through this whole book. And that is a Paige, Cora, and Georgia. So, just a quiddle, a quiddle? A quick little background on them. Paige has been um, back and forth because her son, her son was killed in a hit and run for like a year prior to when this book was and she's basically been non-stop investigating it since it happened because it happened within this quiet um on a quiet street <laughs> it happened within this quiet street in like a gated community um so if you're into like housewife gated community type of stuff then you're gonna enjoy the book it has the thriller behind it the mystery all of the above so Paige has been researching what the hell happened to her son for the last year. She kind of is tearing apart her marriage because she's so obsessive on it. And her husband is kind of like just kind of starting to accept that it happened. But she's going and going and going. So that's Paige. <clears throat> then we have Cora. Cora is suspective of her husband cheating. So she goes into spirals within that. That's her main like character line. Um, and then Georgia, <clears throat> she's from the UK. She fell in love with this judge and he basically brought her over <clears throat> to the US and like showered her with all this love and then ended up basically keeping her hostage within her house um, and is very abusive and stuff like that. So that's her backstory. Started off, we have Paige who, like I said, is very interested in learning 
what the hell happened to her son a year ago he was killed in a hit and run within the gated community so there's literally only a handful of uh like houses on the street so it's literally like what happened who did it what happened basically and she goes in full investigation mode within this whole neighborhood like apparently it's like known that she like breaks into garages trying to like get anybody that she suspects and um and like catch them basically and she's been going at it for a year which you know her son died and there was absolutely nothing behind it and she wants to get to the bottom of this so she has her investigative sleuthness behind her so when <clears throat> Cora suspects that her husband is a massive cheater she basically gets into cahoots with Paige they're all you know they're all friends within the the group because they're all little housewives in the gated community um but she gets in on with Paige and is basically like would you be down to catch Finn in his acts I know this is something that has been happening literally since we've got married got married in our early 20s but I was always She's basically always placed to be the crazy person. Like, oh, you're embarrassing me. This is not what it is. Like, a big old gaslighter, basically, is what Finn is. So, every time that she thought that she would catch him, he would, you know, manipulate her into being like, no, you're crazy. This is a client, blah, blah, blah. He would make all these different stories and have poor Cora going in in her head back and forth and being like, all right, now I can't bring up this situation because now that I'm going to start tearing my marriage apart, it's going to be my fault because I brought it up because I thought he was cheating because he was doing something sus and all of the above. And basically he's driving herself insane, but also has this gut feeling that he literally is definitely cheating and multiple like cheating situations. So she basically hits up Paige and is like, literally, girl, I need you. I need your investigative skills and I need you to, you know, get your mind off of what happened to your son and, you know, this will be a good thing for the both of us. And Paige agrees. She's like, hell yeah, you know what? I need to do something else other than investigate my son's death that nobody else is investigating. Um, and I want to help you and I want to get deeper into my investigation uh, skills for sure. So basically, Paige goes and... <clears throat> tries to like catch Finn in the act she even tries seducing him she ends up sleeping with him for the plot which that just kind of went way too far but basically she does take all of these like notes and she gets all of this like proof and stuff like that and then she brings it to Cora and is like yeah like this plan is going good because he's definitely cheating on you and she doesn't tell Cora that she actually ended up sleeping with him which is like girl nobody said to take it that far and she even said too she said i will stop it when it gets that far but Paige has this little like tingle in her that's like you know what i'm technically doing this for cora and you know she doesn't need to know completely but i can have this like information in the back of my pocket and being like i know that he's a cheater and she uses that and all the meanwhile they're also trying especially cora is trying to be buddy buddy with Georgia but she hears through like her husband because they um 
they golfed together or they hung out together or something before that basically Georgia is has this like fear of getting out of her house that's why you never see her out that's why you never see her past her porch like she has this deep fear of leaving the house so that was the story that was portrayed um all around her character and Cora was like oh this poor girl like I really want to make friends with her because like she seems so sweet and I want to welcome to the neighborhood so she really tries to get into her circle um but behind the scenes what's happening is Georgia is getting abused Georgia is getting you know manipulated and basically the judge took all of this drain drained everything out of her so she doesn't have her own identity he even literally like changed her name like so she'll basically never be able to be her own person but in the beginning it wasn't like that and this only happened within a year or two so this all is a year span um coming to the U.S. getting her name erased no freedom and she also has a baby so on top of it all she of course wants to get out of the situation but she doesn't know how to because he also has cameras on her everywhere literally within a porch within inside like literally any type of motion he will know and on top of it all since he's a well-known judge in the area anything that georgia tries to um even try to attempt to put his name out there that he's doing this bad stuff to her he will immediately have the other people on his side because he's the judge nobody's gonna believe him and she's like listen he basically makes her out to be this crazy depressed um sick wife and nobody believes her even if there was a scenario that she was able to get out so she's afraid to even tell anybody because he has cameras on her all the time and nobody's gonna believe her so she's like he's gonna you know abuse me because i'm trying to get the word out and no it's not even going to work at the end of the day so that's her mentality and Cora <clears throat> really wants to try and get into her circle get into her bubble and like be her friend but Georgia's scared because she's like I can't let anybody know anything because you know then I'm going to risk not only my life but my baby's life too and she's also trying to take care of her you know her child but also escape at the same time and basically Cora does end up getting into her bubble they end up being friends and they end up really getting into just a, like a surface level friendship. And But Cora can tell that there's something off about Georgia. And she's like, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. And I don't know how you read, but basically I always, I like instantly have a movie in my head. Like it's playing like a movie. So that's what kind of made it more addicting to not even be able to like put it down. Like I'm picturing these people, I'm picturing the scenes, and I'm just like, I need more, I need more. It's literally like starting a movie and then like just shutting it off midway. And I'm like, ah, I need to finish it. So basically it starts to get really, really juicy when <clears throat> uh, Georgia ends up trying to plot around taking advantage of like Cora's niceness because she keeps visiting her she is visiting you know bringing her like uh goodies and sweets and stuff like that so she's trying to really gain this relationship with Cora so that she can potentially escape for a few hours to get money and she has somebody who she can semi-trust with her baby she's like I know that you know Avery will be in good hands if she is with Cora so let me try and wean Cora in some sort of way and plot a way to get out of this place. She basically um, has this whole thing where she tries to pawn stuff, she tries to get out of town, and nobody either like kind of takes her seriously because she's like frantic and she's like, you know, literally looks like she's escaped a prison and she's not allowed to say anything. She has to pretend that she's just being, you know, casual, just going out for errands. When in reality, she's like, I need to 
set up a camera to make it look like I'm taking a nap because I know that he's going to have his eyes on me. I can only do this for a certain period of time. I have to make sure my baby's safe. I have to get out of this gated community. I have to somehow get into town to this pawn shop and I have no cash or anything like that. So she like kind of like trots around town and plots this whole thing on how she's going to try and get at least like a hundred bucks to be able to get out of there with her baby and to get somewhere else she has no plan elsewhere to go but she's like i just need to go somewhere so she does this whole thing and she ends up basically running running to like basically like the very end of her like timing that she was able to actually like get out without this guy noticing and she's not even successful in anything she doesn't get any money she does get some cash but then basically like it's not even like worth it at the time for her and she's trying to get like taxes to get back at time because her time's running out when in the meantime Cora knows none of this is like going on right so she's been gone for a couple hours and she calls up the judge and is like hey uh Georgia ran out for some errand she's been gone for a while uh we have Avery I just want to know like when you're planning on coming back or like you know when she is and that sets off a trigger to the judge of being like he escaped out of my house and I need to run back now and you know get my baby act like things are fine but also like get her back in place and that is when it starts to get very scary because it's like I don't know why did Cora decide to call even though she literally knows nothing that's going on but still she's literally she literally just straight up put Georgia in danger without even knowing and all of this Georgia doesn't know all this is happening either so she basically gets back into the neighborhood with like a nick of time that she thinks she runs to Cora's house and is like oh sorry like um, my car broke down because she's all like frazzled and like flustered and she's like it took a lot longer than I needed it to and she's like oh and Cora's like not a problem actually um I forget the judge's name now but like blah 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 has Avery now um like I'm sorry that your car broke down do you need anything and she's trying to play it off and she's like shit okay no I'm fine thank you and basically like needs to like get back to her baby um and of course the judge is not like that he throws her into the basement literally like kicks her down kicks her while she's down she hears her baby crying but she can't do anything about it he like locks her in the basement because she disrespected the hell out of him so at this point i'm like pointing all fingers to the judge it's the judge the judge killed caleb who is Paige's son he did it in the hit and run he has all the connections he can hide it it's him it's him it's him of course that's what you know at this point in the book your eyes are going to this guy so he is literally a terrible guy terrible person and locks Cora up or locks Georgia up and then eventually lets her out of the basement and is like get the baby basically and like you're in trouble and I can't believe that you tried to do what you did so you thought you had any type of freedom before hell no you're not getting any more but jokes on him because it all turns around to where Cora ends up finding out about everything and she wants to help Georgia and really wants you know takes everything into her own hands does this whole thing where she basically like puts Georgia and the baby into her trunk and all the stuff that they can within literally like seconds because they have to set up their cameras like a certain different way so the judge doesn't know that anything's going on and basically Georgia ends up being 
a hideout in Cora's house. Cora has like a mother-in-law like sweet uh thing that nobody uses. Um Cora also has um a teenage daughter too. So she has to hide her from not only her husband but also her teenage daughter too, so making sure that nobody sees Georgia hiding out in this um like in-law suite. Um while also trying to protect her because she also knows that you know the judge can get away with a lot so she's trying to just figure out the best way for georgia and the baby to stay safe and to get her out of there and then also Paige is wrapped up into all this so they're all in cahoots of trying to save georgia and they're all like kind of like sacrificing a lot to save this lady and to get her out of this bad situation and get the baby out of the bad situation and then bringing it back to Paige helping Cora find out if her husband is cheating, she basically finds all of this information that plots onto the murderer actually being Cora's husband. She has all these uh, texts and proof that he was buying weed off the kid and that he could potentially be in like a gay relationship with him and she gets this information kind of between them digging and plotting and also uh Cora's teenage daughter like kind of put it in her mind in a way um because she was finding stuff around the house that wasn't the teenage daughters and it wasn't Cora. So she's like, all right, that is literally Finn's. And then all of the plot information kind of works up and is, she's like, oh my God, it was literally my husband that killed him. Not only is he a big cheater, but he's also killed this kid in a hit and run and has not been, you know, being able to do anything. So she completely turns. She hated him to begin with because she knows that he was a cheater and she's getting more and more information and plotting that you know she's even more of a cheater than she even thought and not only that but she's also a murderer of a kid that lived on their block that their friend has literally been trying to figure out for the last year and she's going crazy and she's ruining her marriage because of it and it all ended up being her husband who did it so they go through all of this plotting and they actually turn him into the police because they have text message threads and phone calls with the kid um because he was doing those drug deals and stuff so she basically Cora turns into her turns her husband in well technically Paige does it but Cora gives her like the thumbs up she's like yeah you can do it I hate this mf'er like he deserves you know whatever he deserves because he definitely did it so he is sitting in jail and he's like dude I didn't do it I didn't do it yeah I cheated I'm sorry but like that's you know things happen he literally says like Menchi it happens and of course that pisses her off even more and is like all right literally like look at this stack of information I have against you and you know I'm letting Paige turn you in because all of this adds up and he's like yeah I cheated I did all this bad stuff um but I did not kill this kid and she's like I don't believe a word you said so Paige is turning you in so Cora's husband ends up getting arrested and you know as a suspect in the murder of Paige's son for the hit and run and this happens for a couple days and he's literally like dude i didn't do it so he's just sitting there um and all the in between time too uh cora has a lot of thinking going on because not only is she hiding this girl out that is you know in complete danger with her baby she's also trying to deal with her husband who is having affairs left and right and also could be a murder of her son friend's son that happened a year ago and it's literally hit and run so she's having all of this going on 
she's trying to find like the end of everything and she actually ends up one night going into her daughter's uh laptop she notices that there's a file with the kid who got killed in the hit and run like his name and she sees a video of her being there that night with a video of her trying to wake up and save this kid who literally was just hit and killed and she's with somebody who basically says like come on we gotta go there's already cops being called we hear the sirens and there's also a background there's a car in the background that gets caught and it turns out to be the judge's car so Cora has questions for her daughter she's like how did you even know this kid he's literally older than you why do you have a video saved to your laptop why do you tell anybody and why why and she basically got scared because then she thought that she was going to get arrested because she thought that she had something to do with the murder and she's like mom I swear to god I didn't do anything the kid I was with we were literally just buying molly off of um Caleb and then we saw that he was literally like dying on the ground and I wanted to save him I really wanted to but then there's cops and I thought I was gonna get in trouble also because I was on Molly and she's like am I gonna get arrested now and she's like what the hell why didn't you tell me this like why is this just like saved on here but no we need to get to the bottom of the fact that there is a BMW in the background that belongs to the judge and it goes back to the judge being the one that killed this kid in the hit and run so they're really trying to get all these details and just understand the piecings together. And now Cora has to go to Georgia and say that, hey, your husband was the one that killed Caleb in the hit and run one year ago. So not only did he do that, but he's holding you hostage and all this stuff. So like we can really take him down. And before she could even say all that, Cora goes to Georgia and says, look, this is your car, this is your car. In the background of this video, my daughter had this video, she explained it all to her, and Georgia just broke down. And she was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't think that this was gonna happen, I didn't think this was gonna get connected, I didn't mean to kill him. And then Cora's literally just like, bitch, what? I wasn't saying it was you, I was saying it was your husband. I did not think for a second that it was you that killed Caleb, what the hell? You have me and Paige helping you out, Paige is the mom of this this poor mom who's been trying to figure out her son's death for however long now a year now and she's also helping you sacrificing like her life literally to help you um to hide you out to keep you safe from the judge and you're the one that killed her kid you're the one that did all this and you're not even able to admit it all and she broke down she was like i was scared actually um because listen to this i had a relationship with with caleb she was younger and Caleb was younger too. Not like teenage younger, but maybe like 20s. She, I think she was like 25. But she said, I started to really get really secluded in my home. And he was getting more controlling. And within the time that I was only able to go out back to like this playground, she was starting to feel not as free. So she would like go to this like park that was near their house. And she ended up meeting Caleb one day. They ended up like clicking off or no they ended up like you know clicking and she really started having feelings for this kid and she ended up sleeping with him and getting pregnant and she hid this because she was technically having an affair and not only that she said i was so afraid to even bring it up because then you know the baby's not the judges technically so she's revealing this 
And she said, okay. So what does this have to do with the hit and run? Why did you kill him? She said that he was actually very strung out on drugs. He's not even just a drug dealer. Like, he's a really bad drug addict. She said it started getting worse and worse. And she really wanted to help him because she had a connection with him. But then he started to get, like, crazy. And basically, like, she wanted to have a connection to, like, get herself, like, her own ID once, like, the judge took her identity away. And Caleb basically said, yeah, I can help you. Just give me the money. He ended up, like, um scheming her out of the money and she was pissed on that and then um one day she went to go meet up with him to be like we can't do this like uh the baby might be yours but also like we can't do this um and he threatened he was all like strung out on drugs and he pulled out a gun and basically was like i'm gonna kill both of us or like we're gonna be together and you're gonna get me money and she like didn't know what to do so she just put her foot on the gas ran him over or not not round him over but like hit him and she was like i thought it was going to only be enough to like knock him down he literally had the gun straight to my head he was gonna threaten to tell everybody everything and i just that's how i reacted i just literally hit him i didn't think it was gonna kill him though and then i saw cars coming and you know the cops the sirens were coming so i just ran off aka hit and run and then cora was like well shit you're the one that killed Caleb while you're being host- hostaged, hostaged, <laughs> hostaged, and Paige is helping you. And you could just have there, sit there and act like you did not just do all this and you're just gonna keep this all to yourself. Like, how long did you plan on doing this for? And she's like, I didn't think it through. Like, of course, like, so much stuff is going through her mind. And basically, Cora's like, all right, well, we can't tell Paige, at least not right now. And we got to figure this out. And we got to figure out how to make this the judge's problem. And all this being said, they had a baby monitor on and Paige actually overheard the f- all this facts being thrown out. And she just sits there and is like, damn, all right, this girl that I'm protecting literally killed my son and she's hiding it. And now Cora's hiding it too. And we're supposed to be all of this together when we're literally not in this together. So then they basically are like, all right, great 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 we figured out who the killer is but it's literally this girl that were has been held hostage with a baby that you know we want to take care of but now Paige is like sitting there and she's like how can I be mad of course I have to be mad but also that baby is technically my grandbaby so like I need her to be in safe safe hands so like there's this whole like spiral moment of just being like what the hell and then you feel so bad for all the characters because then you're just like that's so much stuff going on so much stuff going on so basically they hide they still hide her out in the houses but they basically switch her over to Paige's house because there are cops investigating Cora's house since they plotted him to be the murderer of Caleb so they're trying to like search her house has nothing to do with um with Georgia being there but basically they're like all right we obviously can't have any leads towards her being here so we got to get her out of here so then she goes to Paige's and even though Paige knows what's going on she's again was like i need to protect this baby this is my grandbaby she tells her husband she doesn't tell her husband that she's the murderer yet she just says that this is caleb's son so they just kind of reconnect and he moves back in which is nice you know they get a rekindling um her and her husband because they had a, a bad falling out because of Paige's obsession on figuring this out but you know what it led somewhere and they figured it out 
Um, so they have this whole thing to where they're basically going to break into the judge's house, um, retrieve this, like, uh, microphone recorder that Paige actually, like, slipped into his bag somehow, um, because then it was recorded a hundred and, like, fifty hours or something of just, like, them being around the house and, like, you know, the judge freaking out on Georgia and just recorded everything. And she's like, if we can get that recorder, we can prove that all of this happened to you, but also have him be basically like held responsible for this hit and run because his car is in that video. And they were like, all right, let's get this started. So Paige tries to break into the judge's house knowing damn well that there's cameras everywhere. And he thinks that Georgia and the baby are like missing right now. Um, so basically like Paige breaks in trying to get this and of course he wakes up and he tries to get her out and he like grabs her hair and she eventually gets out though thankfully of course but it was literally such an intense scene because like she's just trying to casually break into this man this judge's house where she knows that there's little cameras left and right and they're plotting all this stuff and they get to a point where they're like, we don't know what we need to do with Georgia. We can't have her around here. We can't have ourselves around here. We can't have the judge know that we just tried to break. I was me that just tried to break into his house. Um, so he's like a little suspicious now. Um, but basically they, <clears throat> they have good proof within this like audio and they basically get him arrested. He gets arrested, but also gets out on the same night and that pisses him off. Because he's like, I know that was you guys that tried to get me down on this and that tried to turn me in and all this stuff. So I'm coming for you. And he knew that Georgia was actually hiding out in pages because she was in the window when he was getting arrested. And she thought that he didn't see her, but he did. And he's like, you dumb bitch, I'm coming for you. I know where you're at. So he basically like goes to the part that she's hiding out and finds her and just basically tries to like get her out and just get her into that house and probably kill her so he's fighting her back and forth and you know they're going for it and then Paige comes out with a shotgun and shoots him <laughs> and basically George is like I'll take the blame give it to me like I've done so much to you you know we're gonna turn him in still he's gonna be the culprit of it all but I'm gonna take the blame for self-defense so the cops show up because, you know, they hear sh shots going off or somebody heard shots going off and they come and they basically are like, there's a lot of evidence that you turned in against him for all this like abuse and stuff. So, you know, you're cool with the self-defense. You were all good. And then it goes basically back into like a whole year later and she is free. Paige is free everybody's free i definitely might have missed some details but all in all like this is my first book review so you know we're just gonna keep it as it is i'm just gonna talk but it was a very good thriller if you're looking for a good thriller i know i just get, told you everything but also at the same time i i definitely missed out parts but those were like the highlights of it all and i read it last weekend so my brain's not remembering it all but i just knew i wanted to talk about it because if you're looking for a summer read i know you are you're looking for something to sit back on the beach and sip your sip your drinks on or maybe your backyard or your pool and you need a good book to read i think reading thrillers during the day makes it so much just better too because it's like ooh, but it's also like bright and sunny out so you feel good while reading it i definitely recommend it the book has amazing like reviews already too it's like almost like five stars i actually heard about it on carly and erin they do like a book reviews um because they are like in a book club but then i saw it on my kindle and i was like mm, 
I'll give it a try. And like I said, I was literally hooked and finished it in two days. So if you're looking for a good little, little read, it's an easy read. It's a good read. It's a thriller. It keeps you on your toes and I definitely recommend it. So thank you so much for my first book review. Thank you for coming to this type of content. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you read On a Quiet Street and let me know like what you thought of it all. I thought it was just really good and I thought that everybody needs to read it if you're into like the thriller type of genre. Um, yeah, or also drop your book recommendations below because I'm looking for stuff that's similar like that. And you know, just a good quick, easy read, but also like satisfied at the same time, not like corny reads, I don't know. Um, so if you have any recommendations, let me know down in the comments below. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, all of the above. So you guys can let YouTube know and the internet gods know that I created a content that you enjoy and you know push my content out to the other people who might enjoy what I have to say so I appreciate you again for watching and making it to the end let's connect let's comment below let's do all the above and I will see you again next week thank you so much again talk to you soon bye